Have you ever dreamed of having a second home to enjoy a nice weather climate, be closer to family, or live in a different environment? In this episode of the Senior Lifestyles podcast, we'll look at what defines a second home and why you might want one. Are you hitting a new phase in your life and starting to again wonder, what's next? As we reach the age of retirement and beyond, it calls for answers to new questions in our lives, such as, what's the deal with senior living? How does Medicare work? And how can I live my best life in retirement? In this podcast, we explore the answers to these questions and much more. This is Pete Kears, and welcome to the Senior Lifestyles Podcast, brought to you by Cantissimo Senior Living. Enthusiasm for second homes boomed during the COVID-19 pandemic due to the millions working remotely and low mortgage interest rates. While less favorable rates have cooled the market, many people continue to explore the prospect of a second home as a getaway from the dreary day-to-day routine, an escape to better weather, a future retirement location, a way to be closer to family, an investment or income opportunity, or an opportunity to join a new community and build relationships. Often it's common that a combination of these reasons motivates interest in a second home. If you're curious about the second home experience, it's important to understand the details of what establishing a second home entails. Next, let's define what is meant by a second home. First, the term suggests you're dividing your time between two or more homes. We'll confine the discussion to two homes, main and second. A key point is that you stay in the second home at some point while it's in your possession. It can hardly be called a second home if you purchased a residence purely as an investment and never set foot in the place. Second, such a home might not be only something you purchase, but also a rental of some type. Rentals can range from 12-month leases to something less that you rent for a shorter period. Third, A second home can take a variety of forms. Typical examples are a house or a townhome, a condominium or apartment, a mobile manufactured home, or a recreational vehicle or trailer, or even a boat. Although some of these would make for an unconventional residence, the IRS considers each to be a qualified home if it has sleeping, cooking, and toilet facilities. Fourth, Ownership types differed. Ownership can be full or partial. You Also, you may not own a second home, but have contractual rights to the use of the home for a specified period, such as a timeshare. Of course, all of these differ from a rental, where you don't own the home at all. Fifth, second homes vary in terms of how much time you spend there. This may be driven not only by your personal preferences, but also by tax laws or the form of ownership. For examples, states with income or other taxes for residents require owners of -of out-of-state homes to report how much time they live in both residences. Owners living a certain number of days or more annually in the state must pay income or other taxes. As for the form of ownership, full owners can usually spend as much time as they choose in the second home, while partial owners are limited by contract to specified periods of time. Similarly, Timeshare contracts dictate the amount of time that can be spent in the property. 
So now that we have a better idea of what constitutes a second home, let's dig deeper into the question of why you might want one. Again, we mentioned before, it could be a retreat from your main home or location, an eventual home and retirement, a way to be closer to family, an investment or income opportunity, or joining a new community. Let's cover each of these alternatives in a little more detail. The retreat. A second home can serve as a place for shorter periods like vacations or weekends. It can also be a place you live for months at a time. You may intend the second home entirely for leisure, as a location for remote work, or a combination of both. No matter what the amount of time and ways you spend your time, there may be any number of benefits to a second home location. You may like the weather, it might be preferable. There could be lifestyle differences, for example, country living versus city hustle and bustle. Geography features like coasts, mountains, forests, or wide open spaces. Cultural attractions like museums, performing arts, learning institution, or sports. Or opportunities to make new friends or enjoy social interaction. One of the downsides of a second home getaway is it often generates reluctance to take vacations in other locations. You may not feel you can afford a vacation elsewhere if you're already paying for a mortgage or you're renting a second home. Then there's home for retirement. Those contemplating their post-career future may establish a second home as a property that can serve as a vacation getaway, but also a potential future retirement location. However, in the long term, the property could become one's main home in retirement. This strategy allows the buyer to confirm that it's a place that they'd like to live full-time. Also, once they retire, they're already plugged into the local community, thereby easing the transition into retirement. Then there's being closer to family. As parents become empty nesters, adult children and their families may reside in different locations. A second home can maximize time with family, especially grandchildren. Then you could have a second home as an investment or income opportunity. Purchasing a second home means you're acquiring an asset that could fluctuate up or down in value, and usually that pertains to real estate. Except for the 2008 crash, real estate value appreciation has been the norm in most markets in the U.S. over the past few decades. Therefore, most home buyers of second homes could be reasonably confident of a future profit. A further economic advantage of a second home could be as a rental. Many families who could not otherwise be able to afford a second home set up their property for rental income to offset costs they would not able to be otherwise cover. And then there's a new community. When considering a second home, don't underestimate the social factor. Suppose you have found the perfect winter retreat. Yet once the novelty of the new place begins to recede, it's not uncommon to feel a little lost. A big reason for this could be they're separated from your normal social connections. Even if your second home is in close proximity to family, forging new social connections outside the family circle is important. You may move into a community that has built-in social events and activities. Therefore, the effort to make new friends is a lot easier. Otherwise, you'll need to take steps to simply make new connections. Suggestions for doing this are, introduce you to the neighbor, yourself to the neighbors. You could throw a housewarming party, join civic, sports, volunteer, or religious groups, have a yard sale, or take on a part-time job. Putting down roots in a new location takes time, but when you make new connections, your second home will start to truly feel like a home. 
Thank you for listening. If you found this helpful, we appreciate it if you would please consider subscribing to the podcast so we can let you know when new episodes are released. In addition, please share and leave a review. To find more on this topic and others, including videos and ebooks, visit CantissimoSeniorLiving.com. This is Pete Kears with the Senior Lifestyles Podcast. Talk to you next time.